Hello and welcome to an all-new episode of Talking Game of Thrones. I am your host, Kente, all the way live from Los Angeles, California, and I'm happy to be here. And I'm with my co-host, the one and only Jen. How you doing, Jen? Um, thank you for asking. Really excited to talk about, well, I won't characterize it. I'll just say this latest episode. All right, the bells, the bells. All right. Uh, also joining us for the first time, we have a special guest on the show. It's the one and only Cher. How you doing, Cher? Yay! Doing good. So glad to be back on the show with you. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, as I was saying before we started, Cher is one of my favorite people, human beings in the world, and uh, I've known you for quite a while now, and uh, I feel blessed that I know you, and I'm looking forward to hearing your, we've been, you know, talking about it for a while, having you come on, and I'm glad that we're finally, it's, you know, finally have you here. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Glad to be here. All right. All right. So let's, let's get right into it. Um, the name of this episode was called The Bells, and if you watch the episode, you have a good reason for why it's called that. Um, and uh, it was an interesting episode, to say the least. <laughs> uh, well, you know, kind of some things happen. Uh, nothing big, nothing major, though. You know, nothing major happened on the episode. Not at all, you know. But uh, let's get like, you know, uh-huh. They, they should have named this how to lose your audience in one episode. Oh, what? Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, really? Okay, okay. We're going to get into why you feel that way. Um, okay, so um, we didn't cover episode four, unfortunately. Um, we didn't. So I think even though, you know, I'm sure the, the audience, you know, they, they're well past it, and I don't want to, I don't want to talk too much about episode four, besides, but I feel like since we didn't give our take on what we felt about episode four, I think it's important that we do at least a, um, a, a mini um, get our thoughts on, you know, episode four. So uh, we'll start off with you, Jen. And, you know, uh, not to go on it too long, um, what did you think about episode four? It's a train. Uh, it was a train wreck again. It. it I. I'm not. That I expected anything more. Um. After. Uh, I guess I should put it this way. This whole season. Talked about this so far as sort of a running commentary. Season has been really difficult for me. To begin to find justification for, and there's been some spots. I mean, you and I had our conversation about Arya killing the Night King and what we thought about that and there have been some interesting moments there you know I would say good pivotal things but that episode in particular didn't it, it to me it's almost not even memorable it, it it happened that was super important for us to remember well I mean we did get the death of uh, how you say her name Masinde? Is that how you pronounce it? 
Uh, you're right. You're right. So, so the last one was consequential. Oh, and actually, you know, I should I should back that up because the booty of course, there were consequential things that happened. But from for, but from a, a plot standpoint, it was terrible. It was just I, I hated it. Sorry, but I just what about it. the booty call? I hated that too. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so okay. I hated the whole thing from start to finish. From start to finish that episode, more even than the episode that we're about to talk to, felt like two people who read a good book said, oh, hey, I know, let's muck this up. I wish I knew what I thought that they were doing. I, I just don't know. I'm at such a loss. I I, 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 I can't even begin how I feel. The, the, in, in that particular episode that we're talking about, the um, the one before the bells, which what we called it was called um, uh, the, land, the Last of the Stark. The Last um, of the Starks. What was it called? Go back the, to the start? The Last of the Starks. The Last of the Starks. I, I mm -hmm. don't even know why I didn't see. I didn't even recognize that. The one of the biggest issues that I had was the whole the hound and Sansa heart to heart and Sansa says, you know, I'm such a strong because of all the things I I talked about this uh, sort of away from the podcast, but honestly that really disturbed me but it it, it disturbed me personally it, from a show stand it didn't even i why did we even need to hear that why what what even was the point of that it's it have just created a, a whole bunch of drama for the sake of creating some drama because they need to further a couple of plot points that can't exist unless and and even then it feels like fluff it doesn't even i don't know i don't know so frustrated with this season it, it actually makes me want to pull my hair that's out. funny um okay so let me let me get Cher's take on let, let's start off with um let's talk and then we'll talk about because you you weren't on the early shows we'll say that for the very end to get your talk sure. you know but let's go since we're talking about episode four what did you think mm -hmm. about jamie and um brianne um hooking up so here's the Thing. It would have been nice if it would have been nicer had they not hooked up. Mm -hmm. I was not a fan of them hooking up because I knew that it was only going to be temporary. This weird relationship he has with his sister, this weird incestuous relationship, sure, back in the day probably happened a lot more than people even let on. Mm -hmm. Fine. Um, but it just felt like a pity booty call, unfortunately. What I, I would rather him have like just commiserated with her in her room and maybe he fell asleep drunk 
you know, because he was already like already there. Um, as opposed to trying to get in her pants. Um, you know, she's shown strength of character the whole time, throughout the whole series, without having to get sexy about it. Um, so I wasn't quite sure why they felt the need to stick that booty call in there. That's all. Um, mm-hmm. You know. So now you want to talk about booty calls that I'm glad finally happened was when Arya diddled the blacksmith. Uh, and and rather commandingly at that, um, that was that that to me was like, you know, she had already grown up so quickly because she was the younger Stark in the family. Um, so it's almost like she she never got that. Oh, I'm I'm gonna get my first kiss from the first boy that I kissed, and all of these things that. You know, without being um, being nobility or in a royal house or or anything, you know, you hope a girl her age would have experienced by then. Um, but it's like she just skipped her whole, you know, adolescence because if you remember how small she was and how innocent she was. From the beginning of the series till now, it's like, oh my God, where did the rest of her childhood go? You know what I mean? Like all the all the years that she could have, you know, she would have had time to do stupid stuff and run away across the countryside and do whatever. Um, at least in contemporary terms, like she never. So I'm glad she got late. Um, but yeah, Jamie and. Uh, and and Lady Knight over here, yeah, dude, I could have done without it, <laughs> unfortunately. Don't underestimate per, uh, Mercy Penis. Uh, Mercy Penis will give get you into heaven, don't you think? <laughs> Are you advertising? Shame on you. <laughs> that was, he did a lot. He did a good thing uh, before he died. He did a good deed before he died. What are you talking about? She's not complaining. Well. So, he, you know, he is the king somewhere. No. They, so they, he, had to say, well, he had to say something before he went out. Well. <laughs> you know, come on now. You act like mercy sex isn't. <laughs> How many people have mercy oh, sex? God. Come on. You know, she, he donated some dingling. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, I would love to see the commercials for that. That would be hilarious. Yeah. They, no, they I mean, turned, it was turned, weird. They, mm-hmm. they, they turned Brian. They turned her storyline at that point into from somebody who was incredibly brave, always sort of had herself together, even in her moments of self doubt. And and why why did they have to do that? Just I don't understand what it 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 yeah. do you think it made her character weak? it makes the character she is now somehow the lesser of Jamie Lannister and she's not and it oh my god that really How she not? the crap out of me she is the lesser of Jamie Lannister you are you she saying they're on the not. same level 
Absolutely. Actually, I think Brienne is is more of an honorable person from point she is miles above Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister is a slimy, icky person. He's awful. But we're talking about if you look at it from this point of view, he's highborn. He's, you know, all of these things. So when you I mean, when you look at it like that, I mean, no, it, you know, no, it's no. not even about that, though. No, if yeah. you if you compare Jamie to uh, to Tyrion, I would put Tyrion with more character than him. Yes, thank you. And he's done thank his you, own fair share of whoring and all this other stuff, but he Absolutely. realized that was just, you know, he 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 in particular has had his character arc from, okay, I'm just going to bang whatever lose to dull the harsh reality that no one will ever take me seriously in this family to, like, jumping into war, um, you know, outthinking and outsmarting, you know, the fiercest of his competitors and, you know, just turning turning his his integrity around um in my humble opinion i, I would put him above jamie uh when it comes to uh you know character stock at this point i mean that sounds well and good and sounds nice but i mean you know i i would give it i'll give the edge to jamie but i don't know i mean it felt real i mean she never had sex before, and he realized, you know what, I'm a right or wrong, because everybody deserves some dingling, and he gave it to her, and then he rode off to what? be with his real love. I, 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 I mean, like I don't actually feel that way. I, I really do. Please. What, what? I mean, what did I say that's that's out of bounds? It's it's not out of. Well, I I feel like you're. I feel like you're playing devil's advocate a, just a little bit. Yeah. Which I mean, you're like, hey. He wanted sex, he gave it to her, and then he left. I mean, what's no, but see, she didn't that's ask just for it, sex. man. That's just it. She didn't ask for it. I mean, no, she, she gave it. Oh, it doesn't matter. Although, 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 no. Did she say no? Wait a minute. No, but he didn't rape her. Wait, wait, wait. no, you're, no, he didn't. You're you're, con- you're, con- you're conflating two things. One is. First of all, there's no such thing as quote unquote mercy sex. Nice try. Yes, there is. No, there isn't. That is a male construct that is ridiculous. Get out of here with that. Yeah, actually, you know secondly, just because men come up with it don't mean it's ridiculous. Secondly, you know, women, no, 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 no. And, and women don't get that counterclaim either. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but secondly, secondly. <laughs> you ain't never heard of mercy sex? Yes, I have heard of it. And it's a ridiculous I've heard of mercy sex, but I've only heard. It's a ridiculous concept. Yeah, I've only, I only heard guys women, call it mercy women, sex. Women, I, I am with her. Women don't give out mercy, have never given out mercy sex or pity sex? No, if it seems like that to a guy, usually it's just the, yeah, Exactly. Thank She's you. She's just feeling I, 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 the need. That's not a mercy, that's not a mercy sex. That's a just, I want it right now sex and you have Thank to be you, standing there. I love Stephanie because Stephanie's so. sex is a thing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> if Stephanie lived in if Stephanie, Stephanie lived in Florida, I'd go around her house every day. But uh, 
I, I actually, I, I want to finish what I was going to say about Brand mm -hmm. and Jamie. So by, by doing what they did, by, by creating this artificial sense mm -hmm. of Jamie feels like he has to somehow, uh, that he owes it to Brianne, that he owes her this experience. First of all, he's, he's turning his dick into being, oh, this is such a magical experience that of course Brianne's going to want it because, whoa, who wouldn't? That's awful, first. Well, actually, well, there, that's, that's where I disagree. If anything, what I feel he did was he filled his own need to be closer to the, the, the aspects of integrity oh, and so. moral fiber. No, because this is, if you think about it, there is precedence for that in real life. Rapists and sexual molesters, I'm not saying that he's necessarily one, although he's incestuous, that's another conversation, but those that feel compelled to express themselves sexually with another person, whether it's like a disorder or it's, you know, an offense, have often cited the fact that there's this, this quality, this Either it's innocence or it's, it, you know, just the beauty in that person's uh, personality or qualities about them. It's an energy that's attractive in that way. And the only way that he thought he was going to be able to get a piece of that and experience that, because he, you have to understand, I understand why they did it. I just wish it had been somebody but else. The, but, but Put it but that way, because that's him expressing how he feels that lowly enough about himself. But the he ain't gonna get a nice girl, quote unquote, any other way. So he just decided she was it. No, and that was the booty he was tapping, no, the, and that was that. The, At least that's what he, I he did it because he could. The problem with that is that in less than a scene, well, less than a scene, in in a very short mm. order. He turns around and tells her, mm. I'm not a nice person. I never was a nice person. I'm not the person you think I am. That didn't come mm -hmm. from him just having an epiphany moment because of sex. It came from, this is who I am. I'm a bad person. I used you. Right. That's all, that's all there was. Right. She right. She yeah, again, yeah that's, I, and I, I agree with you. He had a yeah. crush on him. So... And how many women have sex with assholes? I mean, let's just be honest. And they're no, she doesn't have that much of a crush, huh? Not no, but not in the way that guys view crushes. See, when we have a crush, we go after what we want. But she was kind of mannish, though. Like she wasn't. She wasn't like. Uh, she was more in her. She was more masculine type woman. So it wasn't like you know she was used to doing that kind of thing. And yeah, but it wasn't like she never wanted sex. Like she, there as a knight, there are certain oaths that you take for being courageous, having a moral fiber, and that means you're not slutting around, man. That's all it means. And you know that that her the way that they portrayed her up until now speaks to the multitude of women out there that don't feel a need to have a man in their life or a woman or a partner 
you know, if we're going non-binary discussion here, um, the women that feel that they can just do all all good all by themselves. Why would you promote that? Without having to be sexual at all. Well, why would you promote you know? that? I mean, uh, well, it's not way. promoting. I it's it's I not promoting. Think. It's more like I love. Well, it's it's well, well, it's it wasn't necessarily meant for you. Like I said, it's most likely at least reaching out to the population of women that say, "Hey." I don't need to have sex to prove that I'm a woman. Thank you. It's, Thank it's you. not necessary. Thank you. That's exactly, Wait a minute. Not necessary. That's Wait a exactly minute. what I was thinking. I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking that they, what they did was they, they quote unquote, in giant quote unquote, made Brianna a woman by having her have sex with Jamie. And I feel like that is such a disgusting thing to do because she was a woman already. Just because she wasn't the standard. Yeah. I think woman. you guys are overly uh, feminist. Because, I, I mean, femi femini uh, feminist women want sex too. That, well, she that, had that sex. has nothing we to do, do. with it. We do. She had sex. It wasn't that big of a deal. It, it's funny how it. when she, when, when Aria raped the black kid, it was all like, yeah, girl. Like, but then now when, when, uh, because she was like, she took control and all that BS. But now Jamie gives out some mercy dick. Now he's, a, he's safe. No, it's not that he's Satan. <laughs> no. No. It's not that he's Satan. It's that this storyline, no. the storyline of Jamie and Brienne, just such a thrown together yuck. Even it, we didn't even need to see that. It didn't even need to be there. Wait we could have spent more time on any one of a number. You, you of guys things. are so funny. I'm gonna tell you why you guys are funny. His other yeah. love interest is his damn sister. That's not the weird one. It's the one with Brienne. That's the weird one. There's two weird. No, no. That, we're, we're, like I said, existed. I'm throwing shade at that. That already, <laughs> that already existed from a story standpoint. That already mm -hmm. existed before we even were introduced to the universe. So it's already Correct. a truth. It's not a truth Correct. that Jamie and Brienne were ever supposed to be together under any circumstances in any universe. Now, now even now even 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 going from because I have not uh, been able to read the books beforehand. From a perspective of a person, even one that hasn't read the book before, the disappointment comes, as Jen is saying, is that it's coming from the, the beginning of the series. You portray her a certain way. She has a certain stoic character. She doesn't necessarily need sex or a man or exposes herself or anything like that. She uh, has a certain... Uh, type of character that does not need to subscribe to that but then suddenly so suddenly within a single episode to totally make her that vulnerable uh you know in that way it just it didn't make story sense now i'm speaking from screenwriting right. story sense that did not make sense in this now jamie has been portrayed as incestuous from the get. If any of 
of us had a real problem watching him get it on with his sister, yeah, we would have all turned off our TV sets since then. So that's not even what I'm, what I'm, I'm not demonizing that, nor am I condoning that at all. Not at all. But when you have a character arc that, you know, needs to go somewhere, to have it suddenly do a twist like that, that makes absolutely no sense. And could it not even been in there? That's my problem. It, 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 That's it was, where I, I admit, have... though, it was done hacky. Um, and I didn't like the way that it played out. And it was kind of, it did feel kind of a little weird. But um, I mean, it would make sense that they, he would have, maybe they would have had sex at some point. But um, I don't know. Or even if he, it would have, it, it might have even, uh, God help me for saying so, but it may have even made him look a little charming if he had like halfway flirted with her, but she was like, <laughs> you stupid, go, go, go to your room and go be drunk. Yeah, go somewhere I, I, yourself. Yeah, like, did that, it. He did it. That is a <laughs> real moment that I think we've all had that at one point, like, why are you, you know, a friend or something kind of throws you this lie comment like, I don't, I, child, please, I, I, why are you even playing with me? I, I, you know you're not with me. Go ahead with your we can, we can, we, you know. we can go on on, but let, let's kind of go to uh, episode four, I mean five, and then if, if we feel the need, yeah. we'll we'll come back. Uh, sure. But, uh, I, you know, I mean, I, I'm with you guys to a certain degree, so, um, but, uh, but anyway, let's go to episode five five and uh, uh and episode five starts out with uh Varys um getting executed for his treason and uh the actor who plays him um admitted that he was very upset about the way that his character was in the last two seasons and that the way his character ultimately went out and um you know uh I'm going to start with uh, you, Jen. What did you think about it? It made, just like everything else in the past two episodes, it made zero sense. Yes, okay, she's angry. Yes, she's taking out her anger. Yes, why did did Tyrion even feel the need to tell her when he already is clearly suspect that something is happening? They cannot have it at all ways. They cannot say that this makes perfect sense mm-hmm. and everything is fine. And then at the same time, throw this stuff in here that they have had zero lead up to and, and just give hints and go, oh, okay, well, see this little tiny hint that we had back in season five, episode three, see this one little thing that happened. If you had been paying attention to that, then you would have known that this was what everything was going to hinge on. No, this is, we're talking about eight, seasons of character development, eight seasons of getting to know who these characters are and what arcs they have. And Varys had a huge character arc. And for him to be not just taken out like the way that he was by dragon fire, basically, but for him to be betrayed basically by Tyrion, who I the people that the person he helped. I don't even <laughs> yes, I don't even think mm, Tyrion yeah. is, I don't even think his <clears throat> I don't think his heart or mind were in that. That to me felt very much like, and I've only experienced this a couple of times. It felt to me like Tyrion in that moment was a marionette and I could almost feel the writers 
pulling his strings to force him to do stuff that the character wouldn't have done under what I would consider to be organic circumstances. The, the story that they're telling didn't match with that action at all. And honestly, the other thing that makes me really upset about that is Daenerys was very clear, very clear, very early on, and even recently, that she didn't want to be that tyrant. Switch so quickly to say, it, they could have executed him in any number of ways, but for her to use the dragon was the just sort of the ultimate middle finger at that point to both and Tyrion and Daenerys. So no, I was not happy about that. What about you, Cher? Uh, well, I will say um, I've enjoyed his character. Um, I'm just sorry in general to see him go. Um, what I feel like they're starting to focus on, and I, I don't know, I'm not doing any foreshadowing here. Nobody in the industry has told me anything, but I feel like they're almost uh, bringing her back to the origins of her father who was in power before her, how they called him the Mad King. Um, the madness was probably, a, you know, the precursor to the madness was probably paranoia. Um, and they sowed the seeds of that when she, uh, that was um, actually episode four when she was sitting there at the uh, banquet table and she's seeing all of these people gathering around Jon Snow. And now, uh, you know, she's had her flight of fancy falling in love with him. But now that we all know that Jon Snow really has the true, uh, you know, claim to the throne, she's starting to feel more and more threatened. Um, I anticipate that as angry as people are, that people are getting killed off left and right. By the way, uh, side note, don't even start me about that little girl uh, that was the leader of her clan, because she was awesome. I am really upset. It, it, I'm upset that she died in the way that she died, but it was like valiant and brave as fuck. Okay, how do you, how do you, get, how do you get pimp smacked by a giant and survive <laughs> like i mean i mean that little girl looked something in the face that was about a hundred times a size and then slapped him in the eye with a damn icicle or whatever i was like wow, no, no, the man, glass, the glass. when he walks into the room the giant he pimp smacked her away and i thought she was dead off of that and then she right yeah she comes back i'm like what the hell all right what is she, what wow. you chucky but anyway, I digress. All I'm saying is, uh, as angry as we are that they are killing off uh, people around her, I fully anticipate she's going to be by herself at one point um, pretty soon. Okay, so uh, if not by next episode, at least two episodes from now, she's going to be by herself in, uh, in the face of okay, her enemies. We have one episode left. This, this next mm -hmm. episode is the season finale. Daenerys Series. 
Yes. Is it? Yes, it's the season finale. Oh my and God. We're done. We're wow. Done. Okay, oh my so, God. Uh, so let, let me, let me, oh let me just put this into proper perspective. Daenerys has now mm. killed hundreds of thousands of people in, King Land, in King's Landing. She has done exactly mm. what she said she wouldn't do, which is become the Queen of Ashes. She has, whether sure. her descent into madness is a real thing or not, which I would not dispute, couldn't happen, because I think the lesson here is humanity is always going to be a bigger threat to humanity than the dead. I mean, like, I get that. It mm. totally makes mm -hmm. sense. I get it. But, but for sure. them to have her in the span of, even if I lovingly say, yes, I could see a little bit of it back when she was uh, at Winterfell just before the big battle, even if I could say I saw a little bit of it then, this yeah. is not yeah. enough time yeah. for a season character and throw her into yeah. madness and say, okay, everybody, did mm -hmm. you watch that? In fact, I posted this earlier. Yeah. My big issue with this is it took HBO and an after-the-scenes HBO organizational conversation with the writers for them to explain to us what just happened. Why? Why do we need the writers to have to come on and tell us what just happened? Because clearly, you're not going to understand it. So mm -hmm. let me clarify. Mm -hmm. No, that was... That's sloppy storytelling at best. And it's sort of story malpractice in my mind because they did such a good job up until season five, six or so. And, it, and then they just like, yeah, because they had a blueprint. They had a blueprint. Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, and you never know truly when, what the business side of things are. Perhaps they thought they had more time than they, you know, evidently did. Um, I could have, when they were on the good foot, I could have seen this going at least one or two more seasons. But I feel like it was almost a shock to everybody. Like, well... Now we've got to kind of tie up all these loose ends that we have. So we're just going to dump this on the crowd and just do it. So I agree. It's rushed. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it detracts from the story. Because of it. No, they knew. They knew like years before that that was going to be the last season. Yeah. So that's not an excuse. Oh, did they? No, no what it is, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you what, I mean, you know why it. It's not as good as it once was because they had a blueprint yes. to work off. Yes, of. yes, because so George like Martin is sadly missing it, out of the. It's class. like this. Yeah. If you give me a hundred thousand dollars to throw a birthday party, it's going. I can make an amazing birthday party with a hundred thousand dollars. If you give me ten dollars, then uh, you know what? It's not going to be as good. So, basically, they had a blueprint that was set before them by George R. R. Martin, and once that blueprint came mm -hmm. out. They had to make it up themselves. I mean, they had, you know, some guidance from George. But I I said this, what, two episodes ago? That I felt a conspiracy. I feel like George R. R. Martin said, these guys really think they're brilliant. I'm going to stop writing the books so they can fall on their face <laughs> and then show, no. you know. It, oh, no, Oh, I no, see. Wait. Martin, okay. Wait. So for no, turn, yeah, go ahead. George Martin was contractually obligated to withhold any published material about game about A Song of Ice and Fire until after the series had concluded. 
leading some people actually to speculate at this point because of another something else that happened that he actually has both books written and is just waiting to publish them until after the series has aired. So that little clause apparently oh. hadn't come out before. Well, they always said, well, they've always said that he, that, I mean, that goes against everything that's been said. So, um, I, you know, I don't, I, cause they always said that they were hoping that the books were going to be done and all of this. Stuff. No, and, and that's not even, mm-hmm. I don't even believe that for a second. I don't believe it. Well, for a single I, I mean, but then if he's done the books already, then they could have read the books that no, because, never were. No, because he wasn't oh. done. He, he hadn't finished. They, they, I'll send you the article, but basically, the okay, article but this is something new. Him. But this is something new because they've never said that until this. It's always been that he just never got around to it. I've heard him in interviews say that he's been dragging his feet and all of this. He's never said that. So, yeah, well, maybe, shit, but, and maybe he's not done. I don't know. That was that was something else. But, but he, right, he the point is, there, I don't point. think he's happy. Yeah, I don't he, think he, he is either. And he's trying to be political about it. But I can tell by mm. that he gives that he's not happy with it, and I don't blame him because yeah. he took uh, he took some they took something of his that was you know brilliant and you know they they made a shit smoothie with it, so uh, you know I mean boy that's, also, you know also, yeah if I could just interject one thing I I really wanted mm. this season especially to be really super successful because I had a really hard time with last season and and Mm -hmm. I started seeing things that disturbed me from a storytelling standpoint in terms of how they were treating the mythology that George Martin had put forward and and I I'm, I'm not trying to be an elitist snob I'm not trying to you know say that somehow my understanding of the story is better or greater than anybody else's yes I did read but that doesn't, but I, I watched along with everybody else. And I really was rooting for this season to be an, uh, a, a, not just a, an epic finale, but also a, a just feeling of where they have taken us so far in story, which has been monumental and epic. And to see what they have done here is, it, it just feels so disingenuous to people who have spent seven, eight, nine mm. years being invested in this. And, and it, 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 after a while, you just start to feel like, okay, look, you know that we're along for the ride. You know that the ratings are phenomenal. You know that they're not going to say no to you if you say, hey, it's going to cost this much or whatever. Why couldn't they have gone back with this story and really polished it i mean they had a long time to do this and really connect the dots so that it didn't feel like there were all of these gaping holes inside of the plot that i said you could drive an alternate universe through it's it's so incredibly jarring that i cannot find any the one good thing, which Kinte will disagree with me, the one good thing that I thought was was an interesting and awesome plot twist was Arya killing the Night King, which okay. I liked. I don't think that that's I, yeah. I don't think that that's necessarily the way that it would have gone down had these guys not been uh, in charge of the writing, but I liked it. Okay, but that's the one thing that I feel like has been sort of, and and I'm I'm not saying that the the cinematography hasn't been good. 
to all of the directors, cheers, you guys have done an amazing job. The sound editing alone in this uh, episode was unbelievable. I mean, I really was very impressed. Uh -huh. so, uh, so all of the uh -huh. stuff, holy, it was unbelievably great. But the story is what I tune in for. I don't tune in for the awesome sound editing. And I don't tune in because I think that cinematically I'm going to be entertained. I'm glad that I am. And that is really a, a, a further piece of the entertainment value. But I watch because the story is supposed to be compelling and it's supposed to lead me in a direction that they started all the way back in season one. And, and you're right, Kinte. They stopped. They didn't have a blueprint. They started writing like fanboys into a story. It has become Game of Thrones mm. fan fiction with, uh, with healthy doses, well, unhealthy doses, but huge doses of hubris that thumbs its nose at the entire story mythology that they have built so far. And it just, uh, again, I, I, I can to answer your question. It, I can answer your question. Um, it's very simple. Because you were saying, well, why didn't they take more time and all that? What difference is that going to make? You know, that's like saying, if I take more time training, I'll beat Mike Tyson. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can train all you want. If you don't, you either have it or you don't mm -hmm. have it. You know what I'm saying? So, maybe. maybe. But, the, case, but that's what they say. They say you, that you give them more time. time. I seriously doubt it would be much of a difference. Those guys are hacks. They're, they look good when they had the blueprint. Once the blueprint was gone, they had to come up with their own stuff, and it, show, it exposed them. It exposed them as not being that good. They really shouldn't have had the opportunity um, in the first place, to be honest with you, because they had damn near zero credits, uh, and the credits they had were god-awful. And they, you know, mm. they got put in... It's one thing to get... get like, a, like a show like Girls, right, for example... Um, she didn't have any credits really, but it was a small show. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't a big, huge budget with all this stuff going on, right? Right. These guys, like, I'm like, these guys never did anything and got millions of dollars and they fucked up the pilot. They fucked up the pilot mm. and they had to they lost 10 million. Do you know that? They 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 did the pilot so bad that they had to reshoot the whole damn thing. And HBO lost $10 million. And they still let them go forward oh, wow. in it. So, oh, so these guys really should have never got that opportunity. They're about to fuck up Star Wars because they got, now they got, now they're going to have to come up with their own thing with Star Wars. And these guys mm. are really not that talented. So, um, and you're seeing it because I can look good with somebody, you know what I'm saying? You give me Cher's credit card, I'm going to look like a baller. If I use my own, I'm not gonna look. Like <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, my brother. I think you got that reversed. <laughs> but thank you, though. <laughs> so that's, that's all it is. Is they're just not that talented. They're they were good at adaptation to a certain degree. They even messed up some of the blueprint stuff. And it's hard mm. to be fair to them. It isn't easy to adapt that kind of material because it's. And here comes the age-old argument that I've always had. Mm -hmm. There is too much imagination to be had in the world to have to do a rehash of some, or an adaptation of something else that already exists in the first dance. I, I disagree with that. Wait, you know, I, fundamentally disagree. <clears throat> I mean, 
I, I, I don't you, because it, it lives in uh, granted not everybody can uh, not everybody is attuned to a single medium or another if folks hadn't read the book then yes now they can enjoy the tv series or if not a tv series a movie about the book that's yes i i understand diversification against uh, you know across different mediums i get that but the problem is is that because adaptations have taken on like a strange weird mutated life nowadays you know what i mean it's just it's just weird because of all these little bylaws that people write into these contracts that make it weird that way i'm like if you're going to do an adaptation do it as you know as depicted or else if you're not comfortable or you don't think your audience target audience is going to you know, catch on because of a certain element throughout it. Find another thing to adapt. You know what I mean? No, don't, 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 don't go out of your way to muck it up and muddy the original. I, I, I actually don't think that they, they, you know. they didn't, they, I don't think that they said, first of all, I, I, I mean, there's fundamentally like lots of things that are going on here, right? So in this last, because I don't want to go too far away from this, in this last, mm episode what we saw was when when and i think that this is sort of a pivotal piece of why it's so hard to nail down what's wrong with this uh season what what specifically has been there there are first of all there in this in the last episode there were so many pacing problems but like palpable pacing problems pacing problems that didn't mm. exist in almost any other episode and and that was both sort of uh i think uh, a failure on the part of the uh of the directorial team and a, and a failure on the part of the writing staff to understand clearly what was honestly happening i don't think that they were telling the wrong story I think they told the story in the wrong way. So what? So Daenerys could totally descend into madness. And I can even 100% see mm. that that is where it is going in A Song of Ice and Fire. Because I can read Daenerys's inner monologue. I understand where she is feeling all of these things mm -hmm. and why the death of Missandei would make such a huge impact on her. I, I totally get mm -hmm. that. But what I don't get is why we would not be allowed to see any of that fulmination, any of that character arc happening. Yeah. And why it had to rush, why it had to be rushed so quickly. If they wanted to do this properly, then they would have had her die back in the second episode, before the Night King even, maybe, mm. and let it mm -hmm. rage, mm -hmm. let, it, let, let Daenerys become the full Mad Queen in front of our eyes, mm -hmm. instead of it's done in sort of 
secret in the night in random thoughts here and random thoughts there that we're not purview to that we can't tell what's going on because her actions oh she was dressed differently and did you see how her makeup was clearly she's not paying attention to these things anymore no dude that this is so ridiculous in right terms of now they were just making up or now they are making up reasons for the shortcomings to explain why they didn't do what they were supposed to do but what? But they're on the short bus, man. So they can't, they don't have the capacity <laughs> to do that. Well, HBO, so, HBO is standing right behind them. Yeah, saying, they're getting paid. They getting, look, HBO is like, you know, most people are loving this and they think it's awesome, you know? So if they're happy, you know, they're like, they're happy, we're happy, you know? There, so there is a petition online right now. I don't know if you saw it, but there is a petition. So we do it. Yes. And, and, and okay, so obviously we know that that's never going to happen. But here's the funny thing to me. Oh, they the should do thing, it. That'd be fun. The funny thing to me is that uh, the last time that I checked, I think that it had almost 90,000 signatures or some, a little bit less, maybe. But I mean, they in one day, it. that's like double dipping. In one that's like day, double dipping. That's crazy. That's like double dipping. Wow. Right. So speaking of assholes, let's, uh, I want to move on. Uh, uh, speaking of assholes, uh, Euron Greyjoy, one of my favorite characters. Uh, he's quite a delightful uh, human being. Um, Euron, in this episode, he went from the John Wick accuracy in uh, <laughs> Killing the Dragon to they mm-hmm. couldn't even shoot straight. You know, I know they caught him by surprise, but whatever. Um, so uh, I want to kind of focus on some characters. So I, I'm going to start off with him. We're, we're not going to belabor it. But um, so he uh-huh, I killed Jamie Lannister. Uh-huh. Right, right. So wh- okay. So what do you think? About, uh, what do you think about how his character ultimately met his demise and uh, and his failure to uh, kill the last dragon? That was totally wasted. That was just wasted. But you, but you know, on the plus side, one of the things that I was thinking about that actually might work or could possibly explain it <clears throat> is that uh, the the dragon. Uh, Drogon actually uh, was at that point now understood what the scorpions were and and how to avoid them and it seems to me like maybe that might sort of explain why the dragon was so swift and adept at dodging them and being nimble but it seemed ridiculous to me and I do mean really ridiculous that that she was able to take out every single scorpion and and that somehow that happened and the Iron Fleet, all within the span of that that really short... I mean, it was so short. There was just nothing to that scene. It fe- I mean, it honestly felt like that of, of everything that was rushed, that was rushed. Yeah, it was. And it was... And they, they seemed so unprepared. Like, they should have known that uh, that was coming, you know? Um, it's a dragon, for God's sakes. Yeah, and and why you know, and we can talk about why didn't they in episode four take him out uh, when they had him in in the sights, you know? But anyway, I'm not gonna get get into that. But um, yeah, that was that was pretty pretty stupid uh, how this all played out. I mean, you know, these guys are all fired, literally. Um, yeah, intended. But um, yeah, so. Um, yeah, look at all those. <laughs> yeah, and where did the? I mean, I know the northern men came, and 
I thought all the Darth Racky was dead, but apparently not all, right? No, they they weren't. I mean, because remember they said in the after thing this was the end of the Dark Darth Racky. Well, they, enough of them. Enough of them mm-hmm. are back with with the retreat with uh, Jora, <clears throat> because Jora wrote. Who is this guy? Was he ever on the show before? Yeah, I think he this was. Guy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so yeah. Oh no, no the the. The gate guy? I'm sorry, uh-huh. I, I, I was seeing something else. The gate guy, no, that was, in fact, I even posted a stupid meme about that earlier, which said, if you ever feel unuseful in your life, just remember you're not one of these guys. Uh, special effects, some of the special effects look tacky, though. I was pretty surprised. They took two years. It was like, wow. Yeah, some uh, of the special effects, all they look cheap. They didn't, they did not look up to quality. Yeah. See, I think that's why, and you know, it's funny because um, I had, before I was able to see uh, episode four in particular, um, some people had, uh, more than one person had said to me, yeah, just adjust adjust the the brightness on your screen. That's all I have to say. I'm like, what, really? And I'm like, yeah, some of the, even the during the fight, when all the Dothraki went out, it was very dramatic seeing all the lit scimitars and whatnot go out. But just the, you know, the injured warriors coming on the way back, yeah, that it seemed a little janky um, as far as quality there. But um, yeah, and to have us waiting that long for jankiness, I mean, yeah, a little can bit. We, can we discuss one thing that is actually really near and dear to my heart? And that is the, um, the, mm. the scene where the bells ring, which first of all, what the hell? What, what did we ever hear about? We've been in King's Landing for how many seasons? And have you ever heard them talk about the bells? No, I haven't. But um, let's just get beyond that. We'll just get beyond that. When they ring the bells, right? And and basically the army that is Cersei's army, the sellswords, put their weapons down. Uh, something terrible happens. And I don't just mean like from this, this, the standpoint of, oh my gosh, this is a terrible uh, commentary on how violent people are. I mean, this was, again, one of those pieces of story malpractice that I feel like was ridiculous. What happened to Jon Snow and Grey Worm in that moment? From, a, from just any character standpoint, somebody help me understand why they went from being the mm. characters that they were to one of them going, I don't care whether, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't mean this callously, but I don't care whether Missandra died, right? I, I'm not saying I don't care if she died. I did care hey. if she died. No, I did. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying that hey, as a, my girl. I'm saying yeah. that as a plot device to push Grey Worm into being a ruthless killer, he has spent his whole life being in the unsullied. I just, oh my god, it just didn't make any sense to me at all that he all of a sudden became this killer of women, children, and everything else in between. You you really you really don't understand. Pussy will make that do do that to you. No man. Okay. <laughs> you know, you understand why he's called the unsullied, right? Yeah, once he becomes sullied, <laughs> that's when things change. Okay. You really don't understand. What um. Okay. <sighs> once you got a taste, and uh, that taste is gone. That taste is gone. I'm just not. I'm just not. It's the truth. Oh, do you want me to lie or? or Oh, no, just not. I'm just not. <laughs> it's the truth, Bobby. 
Bobby is in the chat room. Back me up. I'm just not going to argue that. He was like a virgin <laughs> until he got with her. And then he saw her head get chopped off. And no, he wasn't going to have her no more. So he was like, you know what? Everybody dying. So I get it. I don't. I don't. I, I, I get it. Uh, well, okay. Okay. So I, in the best of circumstances, let's say that we all just agree that, yeah, Grey Worm had a psychotic break. And, oh, off he goes to go kill innocent people. Fine. I'm good with mm-hmm. that. All right. Somebody explain to me then Jon Snow. What the well, hell? I mean, that was defense, though. I, I, defense. He didn't. He didn't want to do it. No, he, I'm not talking about him killing anybody. I'm talking about his utter and total lack of any leadership whatsoever. What again, happened to him? Once again, who should do that? Well, well, with him, I feel like he's he's had you know his friends around him and matter of fact uh didn't two of them die during the incursion actually um you know it's good that you know uh his uh pudgy friend there is still was still alive which i i honestly thought that he was gonna die because he you know he did his one trick pony with the, the the glass when he was you know further north but did I think that that would turn him into, you know, being able to defend himself? And he was like, I mean, he might as well have been on the scene in Walking Dead. He had them all over him. You know what I mean? I No, I did not expect him. You know, I'm pleasantly surprised that he did make it out. He's got a baby on the way and all that, uh, you know, as it, as it stands. But I did not, uh, that was not are, expected. Are you saying that um, Jon Snow, you know, are you him. saying that Jon Snow just basically uh gave up that that everything he knew he he knew he 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 was never i never really the only reason why that people rallied around him what i think the biggest thing was the fact that he came back from the dead i mean literally indestructible came back from the dead yeah, I might be inclined to get hype and follow that dude because apparently he can't be struck down. You know what I mean? But when it comes to actual, like, active leadership, no. I feel like he surrounded himself with the right people. And due to this grand miracle, yeah, that's why people rallied around him. Um, you know, otherwise they were ready to, I mean, from the get, they were ready to, you know, not take him seriously because he was a bastard. You know what I mean? So, I mean, they sent him to the wall, you know? So I feel like his redemption only came back. People only started gravitating towards him after he went and died and came back to life. Then all of a sudden it's like, oh, people got shook. Like, oh. You know, maybe there's something to this guy. Maybe he's made of tougher stock than okay. we took him for. Because he what came back from the dead. How many people the guy came died back? and came back to life. I mean, that would that would do it for me. Yeah, yeah, that would do it for me. That's a pretty big yeah. one. That's a pretty big one. I mean, whole <laughs> religions are basically you know. around that very precept. I won't talk about any of those religions, but let's. It's kind right. of a big deal. Okay, but, mm-hmm. but but that's not. But yeah, that's but that's, that's not really what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that it, that doesn't even matter at this point. What matters is that all the way up until this point, that J- Jon Snow has been the one that everybody has basically looked to to figure out what to do next. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, in the middle of 
King's Landing. Mm -hmm. It was just, oh, a free for all. Not, order meant nothing. And, and, and I could almost understand why order meant mm -hmm. nothing with the dragon above burning down the city. But at that point, it seems to me that Jon Snow would have simply said to everybody, tactical retreat. Okay, this is it. We're done. We're leaving. The dragon is burning the city. We're not going to continue. Right. But that's exactly my point. Like, he never really had that tactical, you know, uh, no, I, uh, uh, saying he ain't that bright. to I, I begin with. He's saying he ain't that bright. Yeah. He's, 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 he ain't that bright, basically. Yeah. yeah. But well, can I, you know I, I mean, I really would have liked him to, you know, as a character arc, kind of redemptive quality, sure, but... But, but you, you guys haven't even talked about the dumbest part of the, of the episode. Uh, Arya running and running and this running is the and running and running? This is, no, this is the dumbest part. She spent her whole life wanting to kill Cersei. Oh, yeah, yeah. Her whole mm. life was mm -hmm. dedicated to killing Cersei. Yeah, and but, but and you know, a good, a she goes words. across the world yeah. to kill her, gets all the way up there, and then with a weak speech was talked out of doing it after she then killed uh, the the Night King. The one thing that yeah, she went through her all oh yeah her whole list and the Night King besides. She's yeah. like, oh okay. I mean, oh, that, yes, I, I can see the error of my ways now. You're right. Thank you for that heartfelt speech, Dad. This really makes so much your sense. Your whole life, you've been wanting to kill one person. You're two steps from killing them. And then all of a sudden, and you've killed before. It ain't like it would be her first kill. And she's like, you know what? Right. Great speech, coach. I'm going to go on and <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, great yeah, speech. That, that would have been a great, you know, that would have been a great speech to have, you know, it, you know, had her uh, you know, here back when she first started her list, maybe. You see what I'm saying? But so late in the game, you're absolutely right. I'm like, I, you know, that's that's the gratification that the whole world was waiting on, not just her, her you know? And uh, that kind of took that gratification away from yeah. us. Yeah, see, I wanted know? to see, I mean, I think, I mean, I liked Cersei, so I, I mean, I was a fan of her character, but I mean, she's a bad bitch. Let me tell you, I, you know, I got to hand it to this bitch because I'm like, wow. Plus, they picked the right actress. I felt like all the way around, they played Cersei's character like to the hell. Yes. No, yeah. Um, yeah, but... He's a great character. But my thing, my, my, yeah. my issue with it is like, why, why didn't we get, you know, you know, Cersei's, uh, Demise, like we should have seen that, you know. And and, and also, why was Cersei mm -hmm. standing mm -hmm. in the Red Keep? I'm sorry, I I uh, God, I love you all. I'm sorry if y'all disagree with me. You're just gonna have to listen to me rant. I absolutely, <laughs> positively cannot even fathom why Cersei was standing in the Red Keep, watching the dragon burn the city, going, "Well, it could be worse, right? I mean, we could have this back. Well, maybe this is gonna happen." So, all the way up until this point, Cersei has been the most unbelievably tactical person and are you telling me mm. that she wouldn't have made it out of the city in some like quick escape route because things were going terribly wrong what it, i mean uh, it just what it just uh, it was cinematically amazing to see cersei standing there but we didn't even get like a a monologue out of her that was filled with the kind of gravitas that it should have we didn't get anything from her mm. 
to say that her last moments were important and and worthy of all of these seasons of her machinations and no she went out in a crush of rock crying that she didn't want to die dude mm -hmm. I, you know i mean mm -hmm. the, 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 it just it, it baffles me to just no end yeah i don't know why but they chose to do so but i mean the the, the initial hook for me for watching the show was the power behind the female characters on the whole. I mean, disregarding the little surprise that, oh, by the way, Jon Snow actually has true claim to the throne. I was like, this last season is going to be nothing but a bitch fight. I was like waiting for every female from all those corners of the land would just face off against each other and that would be the end of it. You know what I mean? And then to have, you know, these things that we've talked about with three of the major female characters that have remained all throughout the, the, the show, um, you know, their vulnerabilities were show, have been shown in not so great and gratifying ways. Um, not to say that they uh, even, you know, bad bitch or not, you, you have a vulnerability, maybe nobody else sees it, uh, but there's vulnerability there, especially if you're, you're you know, you're, you're trying to be pregnant or trying to at least, uh, you know, pretend that you are. There's a certain vulnerability there, like, I'm trying to keep myself alive, you know what I mean? So, you know, that's fine to show a vulnerability, but all three vulnerabilities between Cersei, uh, uh, you know, Arya, and Brienne, like, no, they were kind of just thrown in there and didn't make story sense at all. I didn't, I wasn't happy with it at all. Also, no. the, but I will say that, that the one bright spot of this uh, episode, and there was a bright spot, even though it was, again, completely nonsensical, I will just stow my uh, need for <clears throat> just suspend belief altogether and say that I really enjoyed the hound and the mountain go at it. That it was, it, it was absolutely enjoyable. It was 100% just a knockdown brawl that was of epic proportions. And no matter how many times I've been back to see it twice, no matter how many times I see it, and no matter how many times it is, just seems absolutely fundamentally ridiculous. It was still good. It was just a good. Mm -hmm. uh, they, 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 the way that they portrayed it made me feel like this old rival something really. Yeah. Huge. And 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 the mm -hmm. fact that he mm -hmm. that when uh, that when the hound pushes him out of that uh, burning window and they fall into the fire. In, in a weird way, I really did feel bad for, well, at least for the Hound. I felt really bad for him because that's the one thing that he's absolutely, you know, that, that terrifies him on a soul level. And so- Of I, course, yeah. You know, previously scorched by fire and, and you know, just, just to make sure that he drives, uh, you know, his enemy off the edge, made sure that they, they both ended up falling together, you know. Yeah, totally, totally brave. I, I, they did a good job. And uh, I agree. one bright spot of the entire yeah. thing. 
Yeah. He looked like King Kong Bundy and um, Darth Vader. Darth Vader. Right? Darth right? Vader without his uh, helmet on. <laughs> without his helmet on. Yep. You're not wrong. Oh you know, raise your hand if you were thinking that it would have taken one swipe of the hound's blade to just cut down Cersei on the way past him. And it, we could have saved the okay. rest of the Jamie and Cersei. Yeah, we could have solved so many things right there. Okay. You know, uh, you know Arya kind of looks like uh, the, the young girl Jon Snow a little bit. They kind of have a little bit, yeah. When he's got his top yeah, on, a, 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 a man bun, they call. It. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, say, I really hated these scenes. I I couldn't stand them. I I hated every single thing about them. I the 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 one time that they could have done this that would have made sense would have been like you know one small piece with her running around in the city and we would have understood. And then just leave it blank. And we don't even know until next episode whether she survives. I, the, all of that running around mm. in the city was like, what, what are you trying to tell us? What, what possible reason could you have for continuing, other than making Arya so mad that now Daenerys has replaced Cersei's name on the list? Oh, yeah, okay, so now Arya has to go kill Daenerys. I mean, this stuff is just like, I, the 10th graders write better than this. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Um, but you know, hey, I guess this is what it is. Um, all right, so before we say goodbye on this episode, because we can just keep going on and on, um, and I promise <laughs> we're going to do the, fina the fa finale on Sunday night. So um, we will do it on Sunday night. So I'll, I'll make sure oh, okay. that you get you know the episode and all of that good stuff. Um, so, um, I mean, what are you guys looking forward to? At, at this point, I am, I'm going to tune in and I'm already imagining my rage. So I'm, 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 I'm basically <laughs> going to rage watch. Um, my, my kid who watches this with me uh, told me that that night what I should do is before Game of Thrones, I should make a giant pasta meal so that I feel a little sluggish and a little less than sort of up there. Comfort yes, so food. That, so, so that I can handle this in, in a way that is going to be okay. And, and <laughs> I have to say that, you know, the, the, the thought of drinking liberally before the episode comes on also crossed my mind. So I, I, yeah, I hate to say it, but right now I'm actually just looking forward to it being over. I, I hate saying that. I hate it. I don't. I don't even like. I'm looking it. forward to seeing what. Pro yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what new projects uh, everyone is going to become attached to now that they have, um, you know, completed this. Uh, Dinklage has already been in a few indie movies. Um, while he was Tyrion. Um, you know, he's signed up for a few new projects, I believe. Um, so I've enjoyed him definitely uh, as an actor um, all throughout this. And, you know, just, I, he just, to, to me, he steals the scene whenever he's in it. Um, 
So him in particular, I'd love to see what his next moves are. Um, but yeah, uh, same, um, you know, they, they could have, if they were going to close it off, I feel like maybe, you know, like, I, like, like we were saying, they, they should have given us more time uh, to explore some of these themes that they kind of crammed in there uh, at the end. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it being over as well, which is sad because I mean, all the anticipation over the past two years, just waiting for this season to come out to begin with, you know, um, I think that's the real, you know, disappoint root of the disappointment is, uh, having us wait so long and then just cramming everything at the end. Um, you know, that's, that, that's my main disappointment. We'll see. What are you looking forward to, Kente? <laughs> Tell us what your what what's your expectation? Yeah, I'm looking forward to Bran finding out Bran is the Night King, and he comes back. He raises the dead. I don't know. I'm a- <laughs> oh Lord! Oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> you, what are you rooting? You're rooting for a spinoff, aren't you? Want to hear something mm-hmm. funny? No. You want to hear something mm-hmm. funny? My um, one of my kids who doesn't watch Game of Thrones all the time, but did happen to see the last couple of episodes, said uh, after the after this particular episode um, that well, since they're not going to use it anymore, he really doesn't understand why they don't just chop down uh, the tree, the white tree. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, said, <gasps> oh. I said, well, because the entire, there's an entire mythology around it. And I mean, this is really important. And my kid w- profoundly said, well, they're not doing anything with it. And I thought, yeah, you know what? Oh, He's no. absolutely right. They're not doing anything with it. <laughs> Good damn point. Oh my goodness. Oh boy. So how how can we get you uh share in social media and all that? Yes, um I'm uh at Share Davis on Instagram and on Twitter. Um and uh I'm on Facebook as well. I have an actress page, uh Facebook.com slash actress share. Um, and, uh, feel free to reach out, comment, um, you know, would love hearing from you. All right. And Jim, uh, you can get me on Twitter at one and you can find my websites at moviesmakethemeal.com and criticallapse.com. Just as a, a note, tomorrow night, we will be doing cinema de fromage. And tomorrow's episode, uh, we will be covering the movie Body Double, which I rewatched um, Friday, I believe. Uh, I rewatched it. I've seen it a, a bunch of times. So I'm looking forward to that. If you like um, sex, murder, the adult film industry, you'll love Body Double. Um, Who doesn't? And, <laughs> so we will be covering that movie tomorrow. So that'll be so much fun. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. We'll be back Sunday. Uh, covering the finale of Game of Thrones. You guys have a beautiful and wonderful uh, rest of your night. Uh, God bless and peace.